And now it's time for On The Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On The Money, Dan White. You know, you can't, you can't unpop a bubble. <laughs> Think about it. You can't unring a bell. You know, once these things happen, they're over and done with. And this is why so many people, you know, they constantly say, you know, don't, don't, you know, be careful what you put in an email. <laughs> God, because it's out there, you know, and, and you can't erase it. You can't take it back. Well, you know, the global coronavirus pandemic is a true black swan event. You know, you, you know, for years I've talked about black swans. You know, what, what the heck is a black swan? Well, it's something that you don't even see coming. And this, this coronavirus, it's truly a black swan. No one saw it coming. And soon after it spread to the U.S., the government, the Federal Reserve, stepped in with massive, never-before-seen stimulus. I mean, it's, it's crazy what the Federal Reserve, they'll buy anything. They'll buy ETFs. So the only thing they haven't said they'll buy so far is stocks. They'll buy every, every bond imaginable. They'll buy muni bonds if the state needs money. So they're bailing out everybody. They're bailing out the country. Um, so never before seen stimulus. And now investors, uh, again, we talked about this last week, investors are growing optimistic that things will soon just be back to normal. You know, the stock market has surged higher in recent weeks. But I'm here today to tell you that investors still need to be cautious and I'm going to explain in detail why the Fed's reinflating magic won't work and why we won't return to normal anytime soon. But, you know, <clears throat> most people, one of the biggest concerns they have in retirement is taxes. And again, I, I've got to tell you, you've got a once, probably a once in a lifetime opportunity now to take advantage of low tax rates. You know, for months, and even probably since uh, the tax cuts two years ago, I've been, I've been beating the stump that that people ought to consider Roth conversions. You know, taking a traditional IRA, taking a four hundred one k, and converting it to a Roth IRA. Um, what what's the downside? Well, the downside is you have to pay taxes on the amount you convert. So I'm not saying you ought to convert a thirty five percent tax rate, but Taxes are wholesale, are wholesale right now. They're, they're wholesale prices. We're never going to see tax rates this low again in our lifetime. You know, a married couple filing jointly up to 107000 at 12%. Next bracket's 22 Next bracket's 24 Before tax cuts, we were on a 28 So you've got to take advantage. And now the market's, the market's crashed your 401K and your IRA. So the IRA's down. Take advantage of that by doing a Roth conversion at low rates because, you know what, we were $24 trillion in the hole, and now with the stimulus that's out there, we're close to $28 trillion, $28, 29 I mean, uh, it's unbelievable the amount of money 
that we're going to be in the hole when the dust settles. And it is an election year. So think about it. You know, if if we change parties, where do you think tax rates are going to go? I mean, even if we don't, these tax cuts are due to expire uh, in 2025. So you got to take advantage of tax rates now and really seriously consider doing a Roth conversion. So if you'd like us to do a Roth conversion analysis for you to see if it makes sense, and, and more importantly, if it does make sense, what amount of money it makes sense to do, then we can do that for you. So if you're pick up the phone and give us a call. We can do a personal Roth conversion analysis for you at 888-690-8820. Again, that's 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. So as I said earlier, you know, no matter how hard you try, you can't up, unpop a bubble. You know, and I'm talking about the debt bubble. You know, I've been preaching for years about the debt this country is under, the government debt, the corporate debt, the personal debt. Well, this morning I'm talking about the corporate debt bubble. It's finally popping after years and years of excess. You think about it, the last crisis we had was really about debt, wasn't it? The mortgage bubble. Mortgage debt was the bubble that caused the last financial crisis. I mean, somebody in their infinite wisdom decided everybody ought to own a home. So we'll take interest rates to zero. Uh, everybody will buy, you know, will buy, everybody will buy a home, whether, you know, they can afford it or not. Um, so everybody got leveraged up and leveraged up and real estate skyrocketed and went to, you know, doubled in value. And, uh, and then the rug got pulled out and everybody got foreclosed, you know. It was the mortgage debt which created the bubble. So how do we fix that? that? We, we issued a lot more debt. And this time the bubble is corporate debt. U.S. companies owe a record, a record $10 trillion today. $10 trillion. Mortgage debt is up 9% since 2008, but corporate debt is up 75%. In the same time frame. Meanwhile, the credit quality of corporate debt is at an all-time low. Around one out of every five companies struggle just to pay the interest on their debt. We did shows in the past. We called them zombie, zombie companies, right? Where they don't even make enough to pay their debt, and yet they keep borrowing money, and the banks keep lending it to them. So, in short, corporate America can couldn't afford or cannot afford a recession, but unfortunately. A recession, two straight quarters of declining GDP, I mean, you can book it. It's a guarantee. Now, the only question is whether the global shutdown caused by this coronavirus pandemic will turn the recession into a full-scale depression. You know, more than 22 million Americans filed for unemployment in the last month. You know, that's around 15% of the workforce, and the predictions are, we're going to blow right through that. We're going to go to 30%. We're going to go to 35%. You know, economists at the Federal Reserve predict 32%. That is more than seven points higher than the peak of unemployment of the Great Depression. So it's a very dire situation, especially considering half of all Americans already live paycheck to paycheck. And even if it's all, even if all the shelter-in-place directives across the country ended tomorrow, it's pretty naive to think that all these unemployed folks will find work immediately. You know, I have a friend that runs uh, Hyatt Hotel as a college roommate. 
He's a GM of a Hyatt hotel. And I texted him the other day. He's down in Jacksonville, Florida. I said, how you guys doing? You know, the hotel industry has got to be getting hit pretty hard. <clears throat> he said, we're at 15% capacity. He said, the only reason we have 15% is the National Guard is in town and they've set up a testing center at Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium and they're all staying at the hotel. So, I mean, he says, I don't think we'll get back to normal till mid-2021. So the situation is going to get worse in developing countries that don't have the resources to help the unemployed that we do in the U.S. You know, the U.S., the International Monetary Fund recently said we're facing the worst global economic crisis since the Great Depression. And the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury are using every weapon in their arsenals to prevent this. Since the middle of March, they've unleashed more than $5 trillion dollars in financial stimulus, and, and they expect to do more in the months ahead, including a $2 trillion infrastructure bill. So investors, they seem confident that these efforts are going to work. You know, the benchmark S&P 500 is up more than 25% from its low. It's now back in bull market territory, at least by the common 20% move higher definition. And it's the same story with debt investors. The largest investment-grade and high-yield bond exchange-traded funds are up around 20% from their lows in mid-March. So many folks believe that once the coronavirus threat is behind us and everyone returns to work, things are going to get back to normal. <laughs> it's like investors are partying on the deck of the Titanic. <laughs> but I think they're making a big mistake. As economist and author Peter Schiff recently reminded us, investors are focusing on the pin, the coronavirus, rather than the bubble, which is corporate debt. And it's pretty, uh, it's pretty smart to listen to Peter Schiff. He famously predicted the last financial crisis long before it happened. So it's understandable for so many folks to focus on the virus and we're flattening the curve and we've, we've hit the apex, but they're missing a key point. Any economic downturn, anything, was a threat to this credit bubble. If it wasn't the virus, another pin would have popped it. The global economy is suffering a heart attack. It's been shut down for nearly two months so far, something that has never happened before, ever. Plain and simple, we're not returning to normal anytime soon. So no matter what reinflating magic the Fed tries, it's not going to work. Aside from a few examples like video conferencing software maker Zoom video communications, most company sales have cratered over the past two months, and some have fallen to close to zero. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's, it's a local call, 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk further about this debt bubble and why we're not going to return to normal anytime soon. You're listening to On The Money.
You have watched your 401k and other retirement accounts lose value. For some of us, a lot of value. Dan White's mission is to make sure this will not happen with your retirement money. I started working with Dan White five years ago, and my retirement money has actually grown. No losses. I can't even imagine losing thousands of dollars in my retirement accounts. That really worries me, so I called Dan White. I'm completely happy with what Dan has done for my particular case. I know people who ended up losing money this year. I tell them, call Dan White. This is serious. Hi, it's Rick Jensen. Just like hundreds of Delawareans, I too am a client of Dan White. He's professional. He specializes in retirement income planning, and it doesn't cost you anything to make the call and sit down with Dan White. Call him, 888-690-8820. 888-690-8820. For Dan White and Associates. DanWhiteAndAssociates.com. Welcome back to the On The Money Show. We've been uh, talking for years on this program about the debt in the country and how ultimately, you know, the debt was going to bring this bull market down. Well, you know, it's arrived, you know. I mean, we can blame it on the coronavirus. We can blame it on the global pandemic. But the fact of the matter is, and why this is going to be such a long, slow recovery, is debt. You know, the country, the government, the corporations, and even personally, you know, we've all been in debt up to up to our eyeballs, and now the coronavirus is the pin that is popping that bubble. So we're going to continue with why this is not going to recover anytime soon uh, in a minute. But first, I would like to ask uh, ask a couple questions. Number one. What's your biggest concern in retirement? For a lot of people, it's, hey, I'm going to run out of money. I don't, I haven't saved enough. You know, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to maintain my lifestyle in retirement. Well, how would you know whether you could or couldn't? Well, we've got a program called the Software Navigator, the Retirement Navigator software program, where basically we can answer that question for you. We take your assets, we take your income sources, we take your retirement assets. We put a, a conservative rate of return on the assets. We put an inflation factor on your expenses. And I got to tell you, the expenses are really the key to the entire report. It's how high on the hog do you want to live in retirement? You know, we've had people come in, they want to live on 3000 a month. They got $300,000. They're going to be fine. We've got other people that have $2 million. They want to live on fifteen grand a month. They're going to run out of money. So the expense figure, again, when you flop a 3% inflation factor on it, really becomes defining variable in the entire equation. So if you'd like to see where you stand for retirement, whether or not you're on track, whether you can retire at the age you want to retire at, we can run a whole lot of different scenarios. But if you want to have this report run for you specifically and personally, then you need to pick up the phone and give us a call, 888-690-8820. Again, 888 690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call. 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. So before the break, again, we talked about why all the Fed maneuvers are probably not going to work. And we said, you know, outside of a couple real uh, fl flukes, so to speak, that are making money, you know, I think pizza, shop, <laughs> pizza shops are doing well. Um, you know, I think Zoom video communications are doing great, but the majority of businesses today with the economy shut down are doing one or both of the following two things. They're burning through cash 
or they're taking on additional debt. Many companies are being forced to borrow just to pay salaries and other basic expenses. Their cash balances are getting smaller and their debts are growing larger and larger by the day. You know, you talk about this paycheck prevention program, the stimulus checks. They're not they're not stimulus. They're they're trying to, you know, save this economy from falling off the cliff. And here's an important point to remember about the Fed's crisis averting a lot of their stimulus efforts. Aside from the airlines and small businesses, you know, companies eligible for the central bank's bailouts to date aren't getting free money. They're not handouts. They're loans that have to be paid back. So the Fed is basically stepping in when no one else would loan money to these companies. The bailout is doing nothing more than adding to the already record amount of U.S. corporate debt. It's not lending money to just any company. It's only lending to companies with investment-grade credit ratings or companies that were downgraded from investment-grade after March the 22nd. So let me give you a a little background. Investment-grade credit ratings are anything from AAA to BBB. Non-investment-grade or what they call junk credit ratings are BB and lower. Okay, so whether you're going by S&P or Moody's or Fitch, to qualify for the Fed loans, a company that was downgraded after March 22nd must maintain a rating of at least a double B minus, according to S&P. But the thing is, the companies that need the most help are the junk rated companies, and the Fed isn't doing anything to help them. Shutting down the economy for at least two months has severe ramifications on these companies' credit ratings. As the debt piles grow larger, corporate profits are going to fall dramatically this year. That means companies' debt-to-earnings ratios are about to skyrocket, which will lead to an increasing number of credit downgrades. We're already seeing this happen. In the first quarter, S&P downgraded 739 North American companies. That's more than any quarter during the last financial crisis. And so far in April, S&P has downgraded another 387 companies for a total of 1,126 companies have been downgraded this year. It downgraded 906 companies all of last year. In other words, we've already seen more downgrades through three and a half months than we saw in all of 2019. At the peak of the last financial crisis, S&P only downgraded 1,500 companies in a single year. If the current pace continues through the rest of 2020, we're going to see 3,700 downgrades in corporate debt. That is simply a staggering number. And this is important because downgrades always precede defaults. What's a default? A default's when a company can't pay its interest or principal as it comes due and it has to file for bankruptcy protection. So after experiencing downgrades, companies have to pay higher interest rates to borrow money. So in turn, we can expect defaults to just soar in the months to come. S&P currently forecasts a 10% high-yield default rate. That's the percentage of companies with junk credit 
it expects it expects to default within one year. Its current pessimistic forecast projects the default rate to reach about 13% by the end of the year. That would be a 40-year high. So the default rate is a critical number. When it begins to skyrocket, investors become fearful. They want nothing to do with high-yield bonds. The junk credit market can dry up very quickly. The last time that happened was in December of 2018 when investors were worried about rising interest rates. Companies with junk credit had no one willing to lend them money. So the Fed began lowering interest rates in an attempt to stop the bleeding. And it worked. They lowered rates, and guess what? Everything was back to normal. Well, we're once again seeing the market dry up for junk borrowers. You know, when you look at the number of junk bonds issued each month, you can see investors are scared to lend junk-rated companies money today. And don't expect the Fed to save the day today like it did in 2018. We weren't dealing with a global recession then, and the Fed has already lowered rates to zero already. So Chairman Jerome Powell said earlier this month that the Fed can only lend money to solvent companies. So don't expect the central bank to bail out any junk-rated companies. And things are going to get much worse for junk-rated companies with large amounts of debt maturing later this year. The sins of their debt binge will finally catch up to them. And as the number of bankruptcies starts to escalate, investors are going to want nothing to do with junk debt. As default rates start rising, the same thing will happen with the high-yield credit spread. That's the difference between the average yield of junk bonds and the yield of U.S. Treasury notes. The spread once again narrowed to about 735 basis points after briefly soaring to 1,000 on March 25th. But S&P believes that credit spread will soon approach 1,600 basis points. And I expect it, it'll probably even go higher than that. During the last credit crisis in 2008, the spread reached 2,200 basis points. That's more than double where it reached in late March. So irreparable damage has been done to the economy. And the longer the shutdown lasts, the worse it's going to be. For the most leveraged companies, it's going to be a death sentence. And unfortunately, many investors haven't yet seen the destruction. Like a tornado that strikes in the middle of the night, the damage has been hidden from view. But however, the sun is coming up and it's soon going to become very clear. Over the next few weeks, we'll get a much better idea about the damage done so far. Companies are going to report first quarter earnings and many more will report in the weeks ahead. And I think these numbers are going to be much worse across the board than what most people expect. And keep in mind, this is just the beginning. The shutdown only impacted a few weeks of the final month of the first quarter. The second quarter will be much worse since shelter-in-place orders have been in place for longer. It's possible some businesses could be shut down for many more months. And even if businesses are allowed to open soon, a second wave of the virus could shut everything down again. For now, the stimulus has given new life to the markets. But don't be fooled. Just because the markets are up and the credit yield spread is falling doesn't mean the storm clouds are gone. You know, this could be just the beginning. 
Let me give you our phone numbers toll-free. You can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. I guess the takeaway from all this, if you have money in the market at this point, you're 15 to 16% from the all-time high. If you're waiting to get back to even, it's it may not happen for a long, long time. Uh, the market went up for 11 straight years. It may be time, if you're near retirement, to get to higher ground. If you've got questions, we've got answers. Give us a call. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 